Last August, the hurricane that hit Louisiana triggered a devastating fire at the Biolab factory where pool treatment products are manufactured. Nobody was injured, but the facility is not expected to come back online until the spring of 2022. And as investors, that is the kind of story that we look for. At the time, we were all over the widespread power outages and investing in companies like Generac, but apparently we missed how the fire might trigger a major chlorine shortage nine months later, which could be a perfect storm after the spike in homeowners installing new pools during the pandemic. Late last week, the media started calling this Poolmageddon, using words like chlorine crisis in their headlines. It's the perfect media story as we enter the summer months. CNBC covered it, CNN, USA Today, The Weather Channel, People Magazine. Yesterday, the Today Show even had their reporter, Kerry Sanders. He was reporting live waist deep in a swimming pool to tell us it was the worst chlorine shortage in memory and that prices were going up. And if you regularly watch Dumb Money, you know they were already invested in the swimming pool trade after the abnormal ice storms in Texas led to tons of pool equipment needing to be replaced. So are we already well positioned for the great chlorine shortage of 2021? Or is it time to double down? Or is there more to this story? We usually use businesses like CNBC and national news like the Today Show as our indicator that the information that we're trading has officially been picked up by everybody on and off of Wall Street and that it might be time to exit the trade. So today on Dumb Money, how are we trading the Poolmageddon chlorine shortage? We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turn $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live, Pool Mageddon Edition. So glad to have you all with us this morning. Don't just dip your toe in this morning. Take the plunge into that like button and help us get this video noticed by the almighty YouTube algorithm. This story made it back into the uh, headlines after a Goldman report on the chlorine shortage, but it's not new news. The CEO of Leslie Pool Supply addressed it on their earnings call back in February saying that they were, quote, very... Uh, they feel very good about our supply and cost situation. They actually raised their guidance on that call, and they said that about half of our upward guidance is related to the chlorine pricing. So, Chris Jordan, is this whole chlorine story a non-event, something the analysts have known about for months and have already priced in, or is there still a trade? Uh, I know, that, I know both of you... There, went... well, hold on one second. One second. I've got the best comment in the world. Alban <laughs> said, I think Chris is sitting crooked because he's sitting on his wallet. <laughs> oh, it's smaller today, dude. Because the wallet's it so... Is, <laughs> it is smaller today. It is For those who missed the pre-show, you missed the whole uh, thing about Chris's camera being uh, crooked today. We, we can't somehow... He's unable so to fix great. that, but... But what about this, what about this trade? Because both of you guys went to Leslie's Pool Supply stores this weekend independently, and, like... You're, you're stocking up. You're, you're falling for the media story and you're buying the chlorine. So what did they tell you oh, no. at I, these pool stores? I, I, that no. picture, we were doing That research. picture has 10 we times doing... as much chlorine as either store that I went to, by the way. Dude, <laughs> store that I, even talk about... Both stores that I went to were sold out. Sold out. Yeah, okay. Before, no chlorine. But Jordan, before we even talk about what we found out, let's talk about what we did because yeah. this is social arb investing man this is what we do right like you have to get out there you have to talk to people you have to check social channels you know is there consumer behavior that is changing as the result of something that is real or not real is the consumer perception different from reality will that have any impact on the market 
does Wall Street think one thing, but consumers think something else? Like you just have to get out there and talk to people and figure this out. And there are a lot of ways to do that. And Jordan, I'm, I think it's so cool that you did it and I did it. I didn't even know that you were doing it. I had no Yeah, clue. I didn't know you were doing it until you tweeted it, but I saw a news story uh, I read news, uh, Y Combinator news, um, and I said there was like one of the top five <laughs> stories said that there's a chlorine shortage. So I'm like, oh, let's check that out. And then so I had to go see what was going on. So I immediately got in my car and went to went to Leslie's. <laughs> I mean, it's been yeah, all over the news, though. It's, it's What's that? Like, been in I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, we've been in this trade for a while. So earnings are this week. All the pool come. Pool just announced earnings, I think, this morning. Uh, and Leslie's is tomorrow, I believe. Leslie's is tomorrow. There's another company I'm going to talk about in this episode, which is a company we've never really, I don't think we've ever really talked about them before. Uh, it's a recent IPO in the pool business, and it's a really interesting one. They have earnings on Thursday. So, like, it's weird. Like, all the pool companies are not, by the way, like, all the pool companies are now public. Like Pentair, the new one I'm going to talk about. Like, there's even another one that makes, we talked about this last week that makes uh, aluminum pools. They're all public, dude, it's crazy. There's so much institutional interest in the pool sector. It's just, at, because obviously look at the charts for the last two years, it's insane. Look what COVID did, man. But, but listen, before we get into our analysis, let's remind everyone that we're not financial advisors and we don't understand what anyone's risk is. We know what our risk is and the show is really about us talking about what we're doing, what we're seeing. Um, we're going to put a thesis out there. We uh, really, uh, uh, we hope you guys will poke holes in our thesis. Uh, we encourage you to do so in our Discord channel, which is dumbmoney.tv forward slash Discord. We do have news about the Dumb Money app that we'll announce towards the end of the show as well. Really exciting news there. Um, but Jordan, what did you find? I want to compare notes because we, me and Jordan did yeah. not talk about this until no, I just learned this before the show. Tell me, you tell me first what you found out in your interviews. Okay. I'll compare notes with what I found out and then let's figure out what we think is the trade here based on all that, okay? So the first store that I went into, it seems like, I mean, both basically both stores, the people were totally beaten down by this, right? But the guy working at the first store wouldn't tell me anything. I was like, so is there a chlorine shortage? What's going on? You don't have any chlorine? He's like, nope, no, no shortage. I'm like, but you don't have any chlorine? He's like, no shortage, no, no, no shortage. And I'm like, he's like, we'll have more in this week. And I'm like, Are they just trying to prevent you from okay. like buying up any inventory that I, you can find? I, I can't figure out what's going on. But so, so then I had to go to another store. So I went, uh, there's, you know, another Leslie's probably six miles away. So I drove to it. They had one bucket of chlorine, of uh, like chlorine shock, and they had like a handful of uh, tab buckets, but mostly obliterated. Mostly the store was totally obliterated. I started asking him questions. Same thing. I was like, so is there a chlorine shortage? He's like, nope, no chlorine shortage. And I'm like, so what is going on? And he's like, well, you know, there was a chlorine shortage last year because, you know, there was this, you know, fire at a plant. Um, and so there was a tab shortage, but there's never been any shock shortage. Um, like, he's like, basically, we're going to get a lot more chlorine. We keep getting it in, but customers are coming in and like buying us out. They come in and buy like, you know, three or four things at a time and we don't have any limits imposed yet. And so, yeah, because basically places every like time they get a People Magazine headlines, uh, the, the chlorine is going to impact millions of people. Oh. Here's what you need to know. Yeah. Poolmageddon. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hype yeah. story. But it was weird that they were like denying it, but they also had the prices jacked up. So they had, like literally had one one um, thing of uh, of uh, pool shock that is normally like probably seven sixty or seventy dollars. That was selling for like one hundred and fifty bucks. So like they were more than double on their price for pool shock. It was surprising. Yeah. So and the, that's inter 
the increase in pool shock and tablets, yeah. particularly the tablets that are in buckets. And I read somewhere that there's also a shortage in the buckets that they put the tabs in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was some sort of, because uh, of COVID, supply chain. Um, supply chain issue with the uh, plastic buckets. Yeah. And so now they're like, now they're shipping them around in bags and things like this. Yeah, the whole thing's... Whole thing. So that's that's interesting, Jordan. I, here's what I found out. I, I interviewed two stores. The first store I went into, I had this great conversation and the guy was so technical, it was just amazing. Oh, really? Here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. He's, he was like, dude, there's no shortage. He's like, here's what happened. The factory that burnt down last year took uh it was it, i think it was about 40 percent of the supply chain for stabilizer stabilizer only so what does that mean um chlorine doesn't necessarily need any stabilizer but the chlorine tabs the time release tabs right anything that's time release needs to have stabilizer in it and so he basically showed me the tabs he's like listen here's a bucket of tabs each of these tabs has 99% of the chemicals in that tab have nothing to do with stabilizer. 1% of the tab is stabilizer. That's what we lost 40% of. But first of all, it was last year, okay? It's ridiculous that the media story is just hitting now. Um, yes, there is a short supply, shorter than normal, of stabilizer, which is creating some issues with tabs, but he's like, the issues aren't so big that we would run out of tabs for a pool season. He's like, you know how big the pool season was last year? We didn't have any issues at all. Um, and he's like, what's really interesting is tabs are used actually most often in a lot of pools in the winter time, right? Because a lot of the pools, the way that they're doing them now, where you basically have salt that manufactures a, 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 a liquid or gas chlorine, and, and then that gets into your pool. So you're it's like a hybrid system. That's the kind of pool that I'm getting, right? Yeah. So you, so you're basically manufacturing your own chlorine. Dave, you have that and type that's, of pool And that's well. what I have too. And just so you know, Chris, those, uh, burn out after four or five years. Mine's six yeah. years old. And I just got a text uh, last week, just before this news hit the uh, headlines, that I would need to have my salt you know, system replaced and they're back ordered right now if I want one to get in line and, and let, let him know. Uh, and he said, for now, I have you uh, I have you set up with a chlorine kind of system and we'll just keep doing that until you let me know. Yeah, you can yeah, keep so, this so chlorine into yours, Dave. There's nothing. You know, yeah, but you a lot of people, Dave, when the weather gets cold, that system doesn't work, he says, so you need to yeah. use regular chlorine in the winter. I don't know if that's yes. true for your pool, right? And also, sometimes it's not effective enough at producing enough chlorine. When it gets as hot as it does here in your pool, just the water starts getting, like, boiling temperature. Algae just wants to grow, and sometimes you have to shock it with traditional chlorine anyway. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. but there's no issue. But not stabilized chlorine. You you don't need any stabilizer in that shock. You just basically are pouring some acid in your pool, right? <coughs> yeah, and so no. actually, so stabilizer is entire... not even good for your pool above a certain level. So once it gets to a certain level, you're not really supposed to add any more, anyways. So I actually I try to keep my stabilizer super low. I try to keep my phosphates super low because that's what algae feeds on. And I keep my chlorine lower than most people do because I keep all those other things low. And I don't really have any problems, so. Of course, but, Jordan uh, is the pool scientist and he's figured out his own I, way yeah. to reduce algae <laughs> in his pool by by changing the chemical, chemical you formulation. You I love that. You frugal DIYer, man. <laughs> You're the most frugal DIYer. It's the best. So here's, but here's what's really interesting. So the entire, I spoke to another Leslie's and he essentially told me the same exact 
thing except this guy actually got angry. He's like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. There is well, no. Well, I think they've had so many people come in that they're all just annoyed with it. Yeah. So here's well, the thing, I mean, though, but they were selling yeah, they, they, a lot. They're just they're just starting to ramp Still, up for summer, and if people are coming in and buying more than they want and having to, the fact that both of you went to talk to a pool guy about the chlorine, you know that everyone who saw any article anywhere is like, well, I better go stock up, and they are just like, we normally have like twenty five customers a day come through this door, and I've had two hundred this weekend. I don't I don't want to deal with this. So that's what's so interesting, guys, is that he likened this to, remember when we had the gas, the gasoline shortage, and it had nothing to do with the gasoline shortage, it was just everybody getting all ramped up and like going out and buying gas because they heard there might be a shortage, and that created a shortage. He's like, that's what's happening right now. It, it, it's just mass hysteria. People are coming in and freaking out because it's springtime. And the thought of not being able to get chlorine is freaking everyone out. So they're rushing out. They're buying it. Yes, prices are doubled. No one could explain to me why the prices have doubled, other than they said that there were some costs that have gone up in a bunch of the um, a bunch of the supplies that make up this chlorine and these chlorine tabs. But it seemed pretty fishy to me, quite honestly. And if you think about the pool business, let's be honest with ourselves. You have you have like. You have like the trash business, and we know who controls the trash business, especially on the East Coast, right? Um, all right, so the pool business is only a few notches down from that. I'm thinking this is a pretty dirty supply chain business, right? And when there's opportunities to gouge the public, I just don't trust anyone in the supply chain of the pool chemical business not to make some extra margin there. And I kind of feel like oh, that's Chris, probably did you, from, right from our comments, did from you, our comments, in your though, research. The did you see that there was a lawsuit about anti-competitive behavior between the company that you're going to talk about, uh, Pool Corp, and uh, Pentair? And like they were all in it together, just trying to like. Juice. Totally. Did you see that lawsuit? It was like back well, from 2016. Jordan, they do business with each other, so they supply yeah. each other. So the yeah. company but basically, Jordan's like, talking were, about. And I'm, yeah, there was like a yeah. So hey, Lord, I, I, I want to point out later, from the from later. the uh, live chat though, John Sanchez is pointing out that OLN is a company. They're the largest maker of the sodium hydrochlorite, <laughs> the chemical behind chlorine. And if you look at their stock chart, and I, I have this just overlaid with uh, Leslie's pool for comparison. Look what's going on with that Olin Corp. What? Oh yeah, oh, Olin. That's right. Remember, we I was thinking about Olin this week. Wait, where's Olin? Are they the Are they the big chart? They're the big one. They're the one that's uh, up two hundred and eighty percent one year oh, chart. Well, that that's was a bull trade. That's up twelve and a half percent in uh, in the past month. Three months up seventy yeah, percent. Olin's gonna crush it on this because do you remember when we were looking at Olin last year? The only thing that frightened us about Olin was a huge part of their business was making chlorine, and we we're like, yes, really, well, like the chemicals behind the chlorine. And we're like, that's just not that sexy. Like, I, and now it's super sexy, right? So Olin's probably a pretty interesting trade to look into. That's a name that people might not be thinking of, but it's it's an interesting one. I don't know the degree to which that information has already played itself into the valuation stock. It's already hit parity. Um, but guys, here's the thing. People are going in and purchasing massive amounts on Amazon and in these pool stores because it's, it's just the mass hysteria of what if it does run out. And here's what the guy told me that I didn't know. 
Do you know what the half-life is of chlorine and even worse, chlorine liquid? Like chlorine liquid has a yeah. half-life of like, I don't know, a couple months, a few months. Right. Um, and then the half-life, yeah. like the chlorine tabs are only good for two years max, even yeah. the dry tabs. And they might be yeah. in a warehouse for six months before they ever hit the store. Chlorine liquid is like very short shelf life. So if people yeah. are going out and overbuying the chlorine, it's not like it's good forever. But then again, do yeah. people even know that? Or will they just use it after? I don't oh, know. No, they will know. I, I've won't always work. known that, which is why I only buy one year at a time. So like I go generally in the spring and I buy that supply that I'm going to need throughout the summer. And then that's all I buy. Right. And so that's, that's what I do every year. And so this was kind of a both a research and a uh, personal need for me to figure out the Who the are situation. you that you would even know that, Jordan? Why do you know that? Like, <laughs> why would you know that? Why would you know the half-life somebody... of chlorine? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. The, I don't think I know why the half-life, but I've, that... I've been told that it degrades over time. The, li the liquid's right, 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 which is, yeah. yeah. Of course he I'm knows just that. saying, like, that's not something I don't that know would ever be on my radar. Of days. Yeah. If you were to ask two days ago, if you were to ask, how long will those chlorine tabs in your garage be good for? I would say... 30 years? I don't know. Why would yeah. they go bad? It's yeah. like 30 years, 20 years? You oh, by the way, don't put chlorine tabs in your garage, Chris. You don't put chlorine tabs well, in your garage. Too. It is very bad for your house. I always put them in my garage, but my I had a detached no, garage. Not, yeah, don't put them Wait, in your garage. Wait, are you saying the chemicals? Structures. Huh? Wait, are you saying the chemicals release into the air? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Like those have you Leslie never walked into your garage and say, like, hey, it smells like a swimming pool in here? Stuff like that to, to vent that stuff. Like, you can't, you're not supposed to have that stuff indoors at all. So where do I, why have you never told me this? Where do I put it? Then? You need like an outdoor shed. It's supposed to, like, I keep um, like an outdoor lockbox <sighs> shed and you're supposed to keep it Chris. outside. Chris, 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 I have, I have an easy spot. solution for you. Chris, do what I do. Yeah. And you keep it yeah. with your pool guy who just brings it up every time you need it and then that's, takes it away yeah, when you don't. Option. That's that's yeah. the way. No, but I want to I want to have my own He just keeps it in the back of his truck. I, yeah, yeah, listen, I'm going to have my own stash. I mean, it's fine. I'll figure out. It's not that much. Like I'll have my own stash outside. Like yeah. honestly, that's another thing I never realized. Thanks, Jordan. I mean, like the what else thing what else do I need to know? The, yeah, no, the first thing it'll do will be destroy your electrical box if you keep it inside. Like it do not keep it inside. <laughs> that's a do not Especially I the shock. Like if you want to keep, problems. if you've got like a perfect weekly like conditioner or something like that, I think that stuff's fine. But like chlorine outside. <laughs> wait, yeah, if, everyone in the everyone wait, in the. Jordan, uh, what if it's in chat sealed, knows this except for you? A sealed bag. What if it's in a sealed bag? Still, doesn't matter. Maybe if it's There's in no a perfect seal, airtight no sealed chlorine, dude. <laughs> yeah, the, those buckets they keep it in. That is not airtight, and a bag is not airtight. Yeah. <laughs> you can well, leach right my, through that plastic. Like, we're having like weird electrical issues all through our house, and now I'm wondering. <laughs> do you keep huh? uh, do you keep chlorine in your garage for your non? Oh, you do. Have, you did have a pool. He just last he just built his pool. Of course, of course. Yeah, check. Course, yes, have yeah. an electrician check your panel if you've been keeping chlorine. Especially in your now, I just I just loaded all yeah. kinds of chlorine in my garage yesterday. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> dude, Jordan, I've had chlorine in my garage for the last year and a oh half. Oh my gosh. Dude. Yeah. I, was, I, I just a, didn't I know you had to tell of, uh, people not to do that. There's Chris's pool. Has it made yep. progress since this picture? Who would know that? Who would know? Yeah, that, that's my pool in pro This I looked like that for two months. I cannot get the tile guy to come out and do stupid tiles, man. And that's going to bring up a whole nother subject, okay? So I'm talking to the Leslie's guy, and I'm like, okay, so let's move beyond chlorine. Bottom line, here's my thesis on chlorine. 
No, there's not a shortage, which is good for the man people that manufacture it and the people that sell it. Two, there is, <coughs> there is a mass hysteria increased demand that is also good for the people that manufacture it and the people that sell it. Three, increased pricing that is also good for them. So they're winning on the yeah. chlorine game, okay? So like the chlorine game, this whole Today Show stupid story about chlorine that's actually not in shortage, but they're saying it is, that is a net win for, for everybody that's selling chlorine, okay? Let's, let's just, do we agree on that? Yes. Yeah. It is a known win. net win for those who sell chlorine or distribute it or even even yeah. drive it to your house and dump it in your pool. It's yeah. good for everyone. This yes. just yeah, this so is just except for the consumer. For me to guy, keep my Leslie's basically. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's good for Leslie's, but then I'm like, okay. Yep. So you guys must you're crushing it on glory. Let's just let's just say that. Uh, and by the way, the problem is that just started, guys. Those stories just started hitting in the last week. So they're not going to show up in earnings at all. The chlorine sales are not going to hit in yeah. tomorrow's earnings, okay? But, but it's a really but talk about it social art Because they already talked about it three months ago. Yeah, but like, uh, they're not going to talk about it. They don't want to come off as people that are taking advantage of the situation, right? So like, they're not, I don't think it's going to come up on the earnings call, but I think it sets us up really nice next quarter for Leslie's, quite honestly, in terms of chlorine sales, because I heard that like 15 to 20 percent of their sales are is chlorine. That's that's major, guys. That's major. So let's get back to the real stuff, though. Which is, I was like, okay, so how are you guys doing on equipment and repair and all that stuff? Because from the storms, and he basically told me that the supply chain is still totally locked up, meaning that, yeah. and I don't really know what that means. I don't know if that means they're not getting anything or they are, but it's just not even close to meeting the demand. So Jordan, did you hear anything? Did you find out anything related to that when you were interviewing them? Yeah, again, I mean, the, mine weren't as, didn't go into as much depth, but I asked them about repairs and stuff and they're like, yeah, we got everything booked, but uh, it, I kind of got the same impression that they weren't able to get things fully operational. And I've also talked to several people that I know that have had pool problems and they're coming, they basically have the same thing. Like they, they can get, maybe they can get the filter, but they can't get pumps or whatever it is. And everybody's waiting on at least one or two pieces of equipment to get their pool 100% operational. Yeah, um, so that's the vibe I got, which quite honestly, yep. I think is a, I think that's a net positive again for them because there's, they'll be back ordered, right? On, on repair jobs going into the summer. <clears throat> now, yeah. if yeah. there is a massive supply chain issue, that is bad for them. Meaning that if everyone's trying to get the stuff and they can't, I don't know, it's hard to determine, but I think just demand has to be good. Excess demand has to be good there. Is And I would have to imagine the suppliers, there's no reason why they can't ramp their stuff up. But I think the real winner here, guys, is the manufacturer of this equipment. And so that's where I want to start to talk about, of course, pool. All right, pool benefits greatly there. Um, and they came out with earnings today and crushed it. Um, but their stock was up so much, they've actually come down a little bit on earnings. But they're, they're looking at pool stock. It's just ridiculous. P-O-O-L. Did, uh, did they have pool uh, plays earnings today? The, today, I think. I'm sure I that they had April today. 22nd was their earnings day. Oh, it was? I might, be, I might have been missed. I thought they had it today. Um, I might have misread a story. Now, Leslie's oh, earnings are tomorrow. I know that. Okay. But it looks so like either way, they jumped up on earnings on April 22nd. Yeah, so look at that. So Pool's crushing it, but this company that people mention in the comments here, uh, I want to make sure I say them right, Hayward, um, it is a 
the H-A-Y-W, okay? And we should pull up their website, Dave, because I think the website is, I wanna pull it up. Yeah, I will, I'm gonna pull up their it's... chart here first, just so we can kind of get a grasp. They, it looks like they went public back on the March 15th-ish? Yeah. Brand new public company and- Up 15% company since they IPO'd. They priced out at the low end of their range. The range was like 17 to 19 bucks a share. They came out of the gate weak in the 17s, and now they're up to the 19s for obvious reasons, right? Like look look at pool and what happened to pool. Um, obviously the market is intuitive enough to understand that anyone touching pool business is hot right now, and, and they're up like 12, 13% since the IPO. But these guys have earnings on Thursday, and everyone I talk to in this business tells me the same thing. It's they're just waiting on equipment, waiting on equipment. Well, who makes all that equipment? Hayward, man, they're like literally one of the biggest equipment manufacturers for pools. I mean, we're talking about like about as as close to a pure play on pool equipment as you can get. And when you look at this website, it is the most just unsexy. Just it's just equipment, man. Um, it's it's everything that everybody wants right now. Right. Yeah. And if what's well, not there's want, a it's need, it's what everybody needs right now to get their pools you back operational, it. to get new pools built. I mean, need all of this stuff. And, and Jordan, I think I read that roughly 80% of their business comes from uh, secondary uh, replacement sales. Okay. So replacement. Yeah. And that's what's really hot right now from Storm, all the storm damage. It's all about replacement sales. So only 20% of the revenue comes from new pools. And the, the, what's really interesting about that is when you think about how the, the complexion of their revenue, you can only build so many new pools at a time. Even when pool building is hot, 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 and it's been hot for a good solid year, year and a half, and it's continuing to be hot all of 2021, you can only build so many pools, right guys? Yeah. But the secondary sales, there's no limit, right? When those things start to go bad because of storms, we had a, we had a one in a hundred year storm in Texas that blew out so many pools and with their pool equipment. Like that is an anomaly event for a company like Hayward. I bought yeah. some Hayward stock, full transparency. I bought it this morning. Um, I'm gonna hold it through earnings and at least through earnings. It's not a I big position, I want to say something about the replacement position. market for Hayward. There's there's actually something else going on that I don't, that I don't know um, what the impact is going to be, but replacement pumps have gotten different. You don't just replace your pump anymore. Now the thing is to get a variable speed pump, and they save 75 to 90% of energy usage in your pool. And so I, I bought one like two years ago um, because it literally can knock like $90 a month off your electric bill. Um, it did for me anyways. Um, and I think so the state Jordan, of Texas is now requiring that you go in with one of these variable speed pumps. And I would imagine they've gotta be a better margin than old school you know, single speed pumps were because they're way more no, expensive. No, Jordan, I think it's national. I thought it's national. Is it national requirement I was, now? Okay. I was reading an article that yeah. said that as of this year, that you must, I, I, someone correct me if I'm wrong, I believe there's a national law now that says you must put in a variable speed pump, which, which is, uh, that's huge. Now, I don't know what yeah. that means for replacement. Because does it mean if your regular it, pump replacement goes out? Too. So like I had a guy, so you can still repair a speed pump, like if the capacitor goes out or just re repairing parts. But if you replace, I believe you've got to go because my neighbor was replacing and they made him buy a variable speed pump. But it's an easy sell, right? Because the, the payback is like a year and a half, um, just an electric bill savings. Um, that's kind of, don't, don't you think that's kind of a game changer for Hayward, man? 
Like that's huge, huge right? And then think about, I mean, they're like big pieces of electronics too. So they've got to be, they've got to have crazy service, you know, service fees for like, you know, getting, you know, the service technicians out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would think so. I mean, and they're like two to three times as expensive traditional pump. It looks like it was, uh, it is based on a national rule and it's the Department of Energy uh, that is okay, behind so John it. John Sanchez just confirmed uh, VSP required by law. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that he's all over it. I think yeah, that guy knows. He I knows think the did, you, did you? He's a. He's a. His family has a uh, pool service pool company uh, right here in Dallas. I think. Oh, I nice. think I read that going by the thing, and he says Hayward is their biggest uh, supplier. Nice. That, that's nice. Um, is, and this is federal an, this federal rule went into effect in 2021. Okay. Variable speed pumps become mandatory for powering a pool uh, pool or spa filtration system and other applications. Yeah. So I I have one. Um, you, I also have a, a standard like pump. A, I have both. You have to have so you have to have a you have to have a main pump and then you've got like your cleaner pump, right? And so my cleaner pump, which mine only comes on like I think twenty to thirty minutes a day, right? It's a it's a it's a single. They actually make variable speeds of those two, um, but mine's a single speed. Um, but the main pump that runs like eight hours a day, that one's a variable speed. And so like to give you an idea. Um, those things usually run at like maybe 12, 1300 watts. Um, but what mine does is it'll start up and it runs at like 120 watts all day. And it kicks up to the full, you know, 1200 watts for like half an hour while the while the Polaris pump is running. And then it throttles itself back down, turns off that other pump, and then it's yep. just running at the 120 watts again for the rest of the time. So it's literally using 10% of what it would use if it were a, a full speed, single speed pump. So it's a big, it's a big uh, savings. Yeah, this, and this is this is awesome, con awesome information we're getting in the comments, yeah. uh, John. Thank you so much, guys, for contributing here. Uh, listen, I, I, I just think it's like the perfect storm for all these pool companies. I think the one hesitation for investors is investing after this mega run we've had out of COVID. I, I'll talk about it in the same way I talk about Crocs. People. People, Wall Street, really saw Crocs, some of them saw Crocs as a COVID play, as a pandemic, as a lockup play. Like, oh, people are wearing Crocs as they're at home. No one's going to wear those things when they come out. Well, they're going to come out and go to the beach, all right? They want to be happy. They want to have, like, bright colors on their, okay? They don't, they don't understand that. And so, like, I'm going to say the same thing about swimming pools. Like, yeah, it was a huge pandemic thing to do, but a lot of those pools are still getting built. So I decided to build a pool last April. And I started speaking to my pool builder back in April. And uh, I said, all I want is for the pool to be ready by the spring. Well, we got a year. Of course it's going to be ready by the spring. Well, you just saw, I can't even get a tile guy out of my pool. That thing is not ready. It's not even close to being ready, okay? It's going to be ready probably by midsummer, maybe. Maybe by end of summer. I don't know. All I'm saying is I, I try to get my pool guy or my project manager to like just respond to me and it's so tough i went up there to his office right up in frisco or like i think it's frisco plano and i just that's to talk to him and he's like i'm so overwhelmed he, he showed me his board he had like a whiteboard he's like I, i've never experienced anything like this i just can't even keep up i'm sorry i'm like i get it dude i get, and by the way the guy's very reasonably priced so i'm like I'm like, I get it. I get it. You guys are killing it. Just please tell me you have my pool equipment sitting in the way. He's like, I got your equipment. He tells me he already bought my equipment, right? So I'm like, I just want to make sure you have my equipment and we're not waiting six months for that. 
Um, but yeah, man, the, a lot of the pools, they're stacked right now. Like when I was going to tile places, all the tile, the pool tile places were telling me, they're like, dude, last year was the best year we've had in 50 years. And we think this year is going to be as good or better. So this pool trade has legs. Um, it's not like going to drop off a cliff. And I think that we have a massive movement towards, it's called de-urbanization. We've heard about this, right? Like that de-urbanization movement, people moving from the city to burbs where they have yards and they're going to get pools, right? Um, again, it's very expensive travel this summer. I think it's going to be very expensive travel next year as well because of all the increase in demand. And people want to have fun. Uh, pools, I don't think, are going anywhere, at least in the next three to six months. I think kind well, of like what, that Avis what, trade, what, guys. Chris, they're not like going the anywhere information for a long time. Better. Everybody that wanted to have a pool last year, you're sitting around, you're like, have nothing to do. You're like, we should put in a pool. They can't get it yeah. done for like six to eight, 12 months. And so this year yeah. is going to be pool building crazy. Yeah. So they're still going to be selling more stuff next year, right? When they, I, I, I just think it's got way longer to run. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think a lot of the people that are on the short side of the trades, they're, they're, it's more on valuation. And yeah. listen, they might have a, they're trading at like 5X sales, four to 5X revenue for companies that, you know, they yeah. make pool equipment and they do pool stuff. But these companies have been able to show massive growth, um, the, you know, global growth. Uh, a lot of these guys are global as well. I really see this similar to Avis. Okay, is the the valuation at some point getting rich? I, I'm not a fundamental investor. It's not what I do. Will the story get better? That's all I care about. Is the story going to get better? And is it going to get better than people anticipate over the next few weeks to few months? I kind of see the story getting better over the next weeks to months. And I don't necessarily think the market is fully pricing in a story that's getting better as we come out of the pandemic. I think they're a little nervous, like, okay, we come out of the pandemic, does it flatten out, does it pull back? Was it a pull, you know, was it a pandemic, you know, kind of demand rush that kind of retracts like Peloton, right? So for some of these companies like Peloton, you will, I think I've said this, I, I hedged my entire Peloton position last week, right? Because I feel that that pullback based on the data the community shared, Peton Gaines shared with me, he has a different viewpoint than me, by the way, on how to interpret that data. But I, I, for me, I want to take risk off for here for earnings. And I think Peloton's one that, you know, they might get a little sting on earnings from people pulling back. I think they'll come back quickly, quickly. And I'll, I'll be in Peloton, I think, for many, many years uh, long. But on the pool side, I don't think we get any pullback in demand, guys. So the story only gets better, right? Yeah, because they, they have the bigger the, the bigger the install base, you just have more and more demand for uh, replaceables and consumables, right? So, but how about pricing once you power, put... Jordan? Pricing power, like, do you know how they always used to do deals on pool equipment and they had trunk money for pool dealers, right? Like, you sell this, you sell this much of it, you get a rebate for this, rebate for that. Like, I can't imagine they're doing any of that stuff right no. now when they're no. they're I imagine ordered. Everything's right? full retail right now. Especially and with how much people pay to power. put the pool in. And I mean, you can't put in a pool for like 30 or 40 grand like you could 15 years ago. They're like 60 to 100 grand to put in a pool plus, right? And, yeah. And and we know that, so we know that the uh, the price of chlorine is going up and I can't only imagine that they're doing the same thing at Hayward with the uh, thing. So I yeah. really like your thesis on Hayward and I really like uh, the uh, the other one, o Olin, that John came up with. Those, yeah. those are two stocks that I like for the swimming pool, tr pool trade. I like Leslie's still, Dave. I like Leslie's because Leslie's Leslie's, yeah. Leslie's has a lot of pricing power. Um, I think Leslie, they have this kind of multi, uh, 
you know, service product kind of offering to where they they kill it on the service side with all these new pools. And and by the way, their, their repairs, they're backed up for months now doing repairs, just waiting on equipment, right? They're winning. I feel like they're winning all over the place. The only issue for Leslie's is if there is an, more of an issue than I'm seeing with supply, like if it's not just a matter of the demand, if it's a matter of some actual supply issues, getting it out there, even to normalize levels, that could hurt Leslie's. The thing Other that I don't that, like about Leslie's, the biggest problem that I see is Amazon, right? Just because their prices are so egregious at Leslie's that people look for, I mean, if they were if they were maybe 10% more than something was on Amazon, I think the convenience is worth it for Leslie's, but they charge sometimes two, three times as much as you can get but, stuff but for But Jordan, online. isn't this the perfect environment? Isn't this the perfect environment where someone who normally wouldn't buy at Leslie's because they think the way you think will because that's who they can get their stuff from? Amazon sold out almost immediately, right? So like, don't you so think is Leslie's, someone- So right? And so like, you just put your order in on Amazon, it gets there when it gets there. You don't have to keep going back and forth to Leslie to try to find it out. I'm just I saying, think people- I'm just, play, I'm just playing I devil's advocate panic, on it. You know, I, I agree. I think panic though, like I don't like buying from Leslie's. I don't yeah. like it. I would rather buy from it. But like in the middle of a potential shortage because of mass hysteria, I'm going to buy at the first place I see in inventory. I went to Leslie's. They had inventory. I'm buying it. I'm just buying it. You're going like, to take you, it you home and put it show? in your safe outdoor shed is where you're going to put it. I'm not putting in a, and I don't have a shed, but just I get will like one of those, cover you know, those tarp. plastic, those big plastic um, container boxes that they sell at Lowe's, get that, put it on the side of your house, put a small little lock on it so kids can't get into it. It's all you got to do. Just don't put it in your garage. I'm just, I'm taking it out of the garage right after today's show, and I'm gonna yeah. put it under one of those tarps. I'm not like gonna buy a whole like thing. Tarp? Like... What, what is this? What is this? Oh no! Dude, Have you get, seen his backyard? Get, get, I think it's dollars. Uh, a tarp get, is going to be an upgrade to his backyard. A safe box, little plastic box, and you can put your. Fine, fine. And I'll, not, I'll I'm not buying. It, I'm not mine. spending money today. I'm not doing. I'm not spending any money. To, I've already lost. I'm down seven figures and I'm not spending $1 today. I'm going to eat whatever's in my fridge. I'm not going out for lunch. I'm just not, I'm not doing it, dude. I'm not doing it. Oh my gosh. Um, so that's it. So my, all right, the pool trade. I own Leslie's. I'm holding Leslie's. I'm not going to sell Leslie's. I'm going to hold it through. I added Hayward. Um, you know, th those are my two trades. Leslie and Hayward. Dave, I agree yeah. with you. I think Olin could be interesting here, but I don't really know if that information has hit parity. Like I haven't really seen, you know, Hayward stock move that much since a depressed IPO. So I can't imagine. And what I like about Hayward is that it's a new company that no one cares about. I, most people probably didn't even realize that they're a public company, right? Like I had to find them in an article to realize that they were public. So there's not a lot of eyeballs. Like if you're investing in pools, you're investing in Leslie's or pool, right? Like those are the yeah. two go-to companies. Those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. I just don't think people are doing that much. I have 25,000 shares of Hayward. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm going to hold it through earnings. Oh, my account is just getting crushed more like every second, including the Hayward I bought this morning is down from where I bought I, it at. I don't remember where I was earlier. Now I'm down 440. I think that seems about uh, the I, same, I which is, it's come back from, I, I was down more than 500 at one point. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, and Jordan's I up. Do you have... No, I'm definitely I not. Do up. Have... Uh, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down that much. Uh, but I, I'm down six figures, not seven. I'm still eyeballing this. Uh, this Sam Adams Boston Beer Company. Uh, you know, I want to get in them. Like, I still think that people. Oh, but I have one more green stock. One more green stock popped up. What? Home Depot is green. My Home Depot. 
You can buy chlorine anything. at Home Depot, by you the way. You can buy chlorine. Yeah, they're, they're a retailer. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're and saying... here's how Home, Home Depot, Depot compares to the other stocks we've been talking about. Okay, Crocs is That's killing it Hayward's today. Uh, IPO. We can, we can back it up a little more. Yeah, go ahead. Crocs, There's a hole in. man. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, Olin kills it. Uh, Caterpillar. Yeah, Caterpillar's doing well. Cake is doing well. Discovery popped up a little tiny bit. I've got a few things here and there that are up, but like in general, today's not a good day. Today's not and like you know, tap is holding in holding up after that crazy strong day yesterday. Um God, I love well, they're down ninety two cents. They they've lost half their games from yesterday, a little less than half their game. Whatever, man. It's just one of those days. They come. You gotta take them. Uh so what else, guys? Uh is that the pool trade, right? So like that's my that's pool, pool trade. trade. Guys, if you think you have a better one or if we're missing something, let's talk about it in Discord. I don't even know what the pool channel would be in Discord. Is like is there what would be the theme channel in our Discord where people would discuss pools? Like I don't pool know. Stocks? Go look at Discord. I don't know. But like speaking of Discord, know. uh guys, I forgot to do the dumb money Discord public portfolio. <laughs> For those of y'all don't know, we have a, a portfolio. We gave ten thousand dollars to the community. Uh, it's on public.com. Dumbmoney.tv forward slash public is how you open up an account with public so that we can make a few bucks for the for the portfolio. That's We're not going to take it. We're going to take the affiliate revenue and put it right into the public portfolio that belongs to the community. All the money that you guys make in that portfolio, you'll get to figure out how you want to spend it, what you want to do with it, what kind of party you want to throw with it. Um, but every week I rebalance the portfolio based on voting that happens inside of the Dumb Money Discord. Or is it the Dumb Money app? Forget how they, how they vote. Dumb Money Discord, I it's think. Discord. Discord. It's Discord. The so reporting is there's a, through there's the app. And it's not an actual app. It's a web app that you can get to from Discord. So if you go to dumbmoney.tv, yeah. there's a link to get an invite to Discord, which is dumbmoney.tv slash Discord. That will get you in. And then you can participate and vote by thumbs upping things. So they switched up the portfolio this week, guys. There were some major changes in the portfolio. Uh, I think they had me. They had me up the tap in the portfolio. Maybe and the I'm Discord is free, by the bit. way. People are asking how much. It's it's free. Oh, we don't we don't yeah, we don't no, charge we don't anything charge. for anything we do. No, we don't make any money. Like like I said, if you sign up for a public account, which is a really cool company actually, uh, it's free, and you get a free stock or a free piece of a stock, and then we get paid, but we take that money after taxes and we're gonna put it into the Dumb Money Discord community's portfolio. So like, it's all going back to you, which is, we won't take any of it other than like paying the taxes that we have to pay, the tax holdings. Um, but I'm trying to pull up our portfolio, guys, because we have some new trades that the community voted on this week. I thought were kind of interesting. So TAP is like, 15% of the portfolio. Oh, Coinbase. They bought into Coinbase. Now we have 900 bucks Coinbase. Um, they also bought into Tattooed Chef. I think that's a new holding for the portfolio. So um, check it out. Oh, what's the new thing that we want to show, Dave? On our on our web app, that's what Leon was texting to us. Oh, is on that the web app. Wow. Yeah, so, dude, thank you. I think this is Chris Tremble, one of our mods. Uh, dude, thank you so much, Chris. I think Chris did this. He basically wrote code to pull in uh, the performance data from the Dumb Money public portfolio into the Dumb Money web app so you can actually view the portfolio and the performance over time. Uh, public, you should probably do this yourself. Um, but anyway, so until they get it done, we have it 
we have it. Chris did it. Thank you, man. Well, yeah, the, this is pretty the, sweet. The way public works is they they let you see. You can follow people. You can follow me on public. You can follow Dumb Money on public. But you basically just see which stocks they own. You don't see how much they own or how much they made or lost in those stocks because that would be a little too public, don't you think? Or you should at least be able to decide if you want to share your your balance with the world. But basically, public is open to everything. anyone can can follow you on public. Gotcha. But but now our community can see exactly how much is in the account and how much it's growing by using the dumb money app. So I I think that's that's super cool. Um, yeah, man, that that that's it. We got any questions here? What are people asking? Uh, did you have a chance to read the Build a Bear High Conviction? No, I have not. Ryan, I, guys, I have been crazy, crazy busy the last few days, but I will get to Discord today. Um, and we, I will read all the High Conviction reports, I promise you, by end of day tomorrow. And we'll discuss them. We'll talk about them. I'm still in Build a Bear. I haven't, I haven't sold my Build a Bear. Uh, and I've done a little bit of my own Build-A-Bear research, so I'm curious to see what the community did in their high conviction report. Playboy's up 10%? So that's what, the one thing I saw. I went to the mall last week, and I went by the store that has a partnership with Playboy. Do you remember we were talking about it last week? Mm -hmm. They sell Playboy merch. It was weird. Like, I don't, I don't see it doing that well, but Playboy's up 10%. It sounds so, weird. I'm a hard pass I mean, on that. They're, they're like an apparel company now, Jordan. They're not even yeah. like... That's what they do. Like Playboy is like an apparel company. Is it just like T-shirts that have the bunny logo? Is that pretty much? Um, what they sell? I don't think so. I think I mean, like we went to the website really the other branching. day. Yeah, I think they're really branching out. Um, oh, Pack Sun, Pack Sun. Yeah. So like, I kind of used to like Pack Sun store. I mean, I was probably in the minority there because they went bankrupt. But I that's don't exactly love what it looks like would be Playboy merch. <laughs> I got Mother's Day gift guide. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, Pack Sun did not impress me, man. Like the new Pack Sun, like I just, I just, I didn't really understand what they were doing there. You you went um, to a physical store though, right? So you you actually yeah. ventured out into the real world and went to a mall and went shopping for new shoes. Yeah, you're, you're trying to like, are, what yeah. are you what are you doing? Are you messing up our plays with Amazon and Shopify and all of that by going out into the brick and mortar world? Uh, yeah, I do what I used to do. Like, I'm back going to the mall once a month, doing manual store checks. Um, by the way, How's I will, the mall? guys, I promise, I'll discuss Build-A-Bear, because I have done my own Build-A-Bear research. I do have the latest data on um, Animal Crossing. I know that they, they, it looks like they did more sales yesterday. Uh, I do want to talk about that. We might do, have we ever done, like, a Build-A-Bear episode? We'll, we'll maybe schedule a Build-A-Bear episode at some point, uh, if we not, haven't not done one. Not a full one. episode. Yeah. Oh, not a full episode. Yeah, we should. Fun one. Uh... But yeah, oh, Caesars has is is has earnings coming. Like I haven't caught up on Caesars, Dave. I know you own Caesars. Yep. Uh, man, oh, do you know what? You know what oh, I did see? Oh, you know what? Though, I've Dave? got some odd news for you. Remember we were talking yeah. about all the um, moissanide and the fake diamonds. There's a large diamond retailer who has gone. They, they they're going to stop selling um, gem diamonds. They're only going to sell produced diamonds. Now, like Wait, uh, what? lab lab grown diamonds. Pa uh, what, which one is it? Is it uh, Pandora? Is that a? Wait, is, is that, a, yeah, is Pandora. that why Charles? Wait, is that why Charles and Covard was up? Do they sell the Charles Covard? No, they don't. I don't think so. They only they're going to sell lab grown diamonds, not tonight. But um, it is it is an interesting uh, it's an interesting switch up. Jordan, that's actually 
that's actually a really big deal. Because yeah, I that, I was, so I was up early this morning. I was up at like 5.30 this morning reading, and I was going to send you the article, but I didn't want to text you guys that early because I didn't want you, I didn't want to like wake you up, you know? No, I Chris, always Chris text me, dude. Oh, yeah. no, always text me because I'll put my, um, I'll put my phone, I put it on whatever, so just if I don't want to get yeah. wrong. Yeah, so that's dude, an interesting, always. I think that's an interesting change up. They said it's like, uh, what, it costs like 30% as much as a traditional diamond. So I think they're, you know, they're doing it uh, probably to increase their sales mainly, but also because it's um, uh, more environmentally friendly. Yeah, uh, Charles so and Colvard popped hard, guys, hard did this it? week. Like, did you see that? Oh, yeah, dude. They went oh, dude. From 3 to 360, dude. I'm up 100.75%. Um, dude, I, I, I got to see. I got to see where, where my Charles and Colvard stock is. I got to find it. I'm up 100%. That's awesome. Uh, C, what's I just the didn't buy much of it, so... What's the ticker C -T on that, CTHR. Oh, God, I got too many freaking stock, man. Um, I, 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 we need... that's They have earnings, like, tomorrow, guys, by the way. Yeah. Charles and Covard. So, like, I was going to take a, another quick look at that. See, I just been dropping the ball on a lot of this follow-up research, quite honestly. I need to look at that. I, I think someone did an update report in Discord. CTHR. Okay, so I have... I got a, oh wow! So I have fifty. No, I have eighty-five thousand shares. If you recall, two hundred eighty-six thousand dollars, and I am up one hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars in fake diamonds. That is nice. awesome. <laughs> That's look at buy that, Charles. Some real diamonds. But hey, I think look. look I mean, there is a trend here. There's a trend here. We've got a major corporation, Pandora. Is uh, getting away from gemstone diamonds. I think that's that's dude. That's it's huge. not directly going to benefit man. Charles and Covard, but it, it helps play into no, the that story. That is big news for for yeah. the uh, manufactured diamond industry. Are yeah. you kidding me? It totally helps them because it, it's going to move the whole market in that direction. It's a statement, man. Yeah. That's a statement that they're seeing some. And by the way, like if Charles and Covard, I know the son watches, son of the CEO watches the show. Um, we should have your dad on. I, I, I want to talk to him. He was going to have his dad on. I want to. I do want to talk to him about their social strategy because I feel like Charles and Covard is really missing out. You guys need to drop everything and go all in on TikTok. All in. All in. There's no excuse for Charles and Covard not to be taking advantage of the, the momentum that has already started with this movement. And you need to be signing up every single TikTok person to pump Charles and Covard. You know why? Because they already love the movement. There's nothing more organic and authentic than having influencers that already love your mission support you because they won't just sound like they're reading a script. They will actually like show enthusiasm because they will legit get behind the product, right? And so like there's so much man, I think you guys are missing out. Like I, I would love to see you guys just quad down on TikTok. TikTok, that's it. Just go all in on TikTok. That should be your marketing strategy this year. And if you're not Well, I mean, that's how we discovered mistake. the company because yeah. people were talking about them naturally without it having to uh, be an advertisement. But but here's the problem, guys. It's like these Chinese companies that are trying to knock off Charles and Covard with slightly cheaper versions of their stuff. They're they're savvy with this stuff. They're gonna do it, right? They're they're already doing it. I'm already seeing it because they'll just they have no other way than to kind of pay these kids to market their junk. Charles and Covard makes the best of this, right? And it's the most accessible. And I know they launched their own little website, like another little website for it, like a direct website. 
But they need to do better. They need to do better with social. The opportunity is there. They're the market leader. They're sitting right there. They have everything in front of them. This is a stock that can really crush it if they make good decisions next year. That's right. They need to be the crypto punk of Moissanite. Dude. Oh, absolutely, man. I would be giving out free NFTs with every Moissanite <laughs> purchase, dude. Free <laughs> NFTs. Um, so anyway, I'll be listening to that earnings call regardless. Uh, I have a decent, tiny sized position point. So, you know, more than nothing. Uh, all right, guys. What else? Uh, what else is going on that we want? That we said we're going to talk about. Oh, we have not that anybody cares about us making money, but I want to talk about an old investment that we made that we talked about on the show back in the day for the OG Dumb Money viewers when we had our original Dumb Money channel. Which, by the way, uh, we're getting ready to uh, launch. Have we talked about this? Or the Dumb Money? Uh, um, contest. Guys, we had so many amazing submissions that we chose not to just launch three creators, but to instead trial balloon a whole bunch of creators on the old channel. So we're going to just do a bunch of pilot episodes with creators that we think are super interesting. And it could take us a year or longer to help launch a bunch of these pilots. And we're going to hope to, we're going to, our goal is like get a pilot out every week. That's our goal. And I think we might be in a position to get the first pilot out this next week. Very exciting. And announce who that person is. The first of what we think will be, I don't know, maybe as many of a dozen, a dozen or more uh, influencers that we're going to help get onto YouTube and introduce to the Dumb Money community. And you might love some of them. You might hate some of them. Uh, you'll let us know and let us know what they're doing great, what they're not so great at. And then, you know, maybe we'll keep some on the Dumb Money channel. Maybe we'll spin some off to their own channels. But we're just really here to introduce new, exciting people to the YouTube community. Um, that's going to happen soon. But on that note, what was I saying before I said that, guys? Oh, oh we were talking about the, investment. Uh, investment. Investment back yeah. from the original channel. The apartment complex. Who remembers when we invested in our first apartment complex? Was it two years ago? Three years ago? How long ago was that? It was 2017. 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. August, August 2017. And, wow. And the thing, and we actually, right near the end of uh, when we were running around making shows on the Dumb Money channel, we uh, we went back and visited it. And it's and it's done. This is this is from their website, not from from us running around. Dude, but. how cool is a lot of the lobby is that? The Crosby in Dallas, Deep Ellum. Dude, that is the sickest like little WeWork style place that they built into the yep. lobby. It's if an I was incredible building. I would right? live there, you know. hundred percent. If you're moving to yeah. Dallas, you live in Dallas, you want a cool place in Deep Ellum, they're actually reasonably priced. They have a lot of small footprint units, but they have this sick like hotel style like we work that's just for the people that live there I, it was probably one of the most well designed I, I would go there and just hang out it was that cool there's so the pool. robert elliott uh was our is our the guy that built your house dave and my yep. house and he's a friend uh he's one he's one hell of a residential builder and as you can tell commercial builder here in texas so if you want a house built for you he doesn't want to, he's, we're not like a sponsor of robert elliott but does he, does, call robert elliott does he still have time to build any more logo, houses though the logo to splash <laughs> out robert elliott homes uh anyway so so he pulled us into this apartment deal and I was like, all right, man, we'll do one with you, see how it goes. And we doubled our money, right? Like we more than doubled our money in a few years on this apartment deal. Uh, it was super successful. He executed really well, considering that we had COVID in the middle of it. No one was buying apartments in COVID. So we, he finally, they sold the, it was like three years in and out, built it, leased it out to max capacity and sold it right at the, right at the end of the pandemic. Yep. 
And if you want to understand how investment deals work for apartments and stuff like that, uh, we basically made the equivalent of, what was it, 23% IRR? So 23% annual You know what's crazy? I went back and read the pitch deck. He, like, freaking nailed the uh, annual return. He knew exactly did what he was really? to do. And he did, yes. <laughs> so this is what it's like to invest in an apartment. And let's just be super transparent, guys. Like, the, the minimum was a million dollars. And we didn't want to invest a million dollars. So we were like, come on, you built our house. Come on, like, give us, let us in for half a million. He let us in for half a million. So me, Dave, Jordan, and our friend Lynn, who you've seen on the show a few times, we split the half a million bucks, like four ways. We each put in 125K and we did it under an LLC, right? So if you guys are ever kind looking of. to make an investment, <laughs> a kind, you know, if you're ever looking to make an investment, and you need to meet a minimum, you just get a bunch of your friends together and you yeah. throw all your money together under one entity and then that's how you meet the minimum, right? And then we're you not investment advisors, down. we're not telling you how to No, we're just rules. saying how we do that's how we do it, right? That's how we do it. And so it worked out, man. We like more than doubled our money and it was a cool little project. It was a cool learning experience for us because we had never invested, you know, in an apartment development project before. No. Would you do it again? I would say I would. The problem is, like, the opportunity cost right now, we are involved with so many things, so many investments, so many trades, that the opportunity cost of pulling our money out to make 23%, which sounds like a lot of money in our money, when we're making, in some cases, two or three times, or four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times that in a year uh, with this crazy market. So I could say later on, I could see myself going back and doing more investments in the apartment space, like with Robert and stuff in a few years, if the market settles down. Um, I like the comments uh, in the live chat saying that that pool is going to require a lot of chlorine. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a I salt know, right? pool. <laughs> Which it might be. Is it? You know, I don't is know. It? No, probably not. No, no, they don't like to do salt pools for commercial. You know, you gotta, you gotta deal with like urine. I don't know. <laughs> Well, um, there's. Anyway. And on that note, because you, <laughs> you don't pee in your own pool, but you pee in your apartment pool. <laughs> Where's this conversation? <laughs> we pulled. Oh, we pulled our money for that one. All right. Um, um, I think that's you, it. Is, all right, that's it. Is Chris up this year? I know I haven't. I know I haven't like detailed my gains. Here. Yeah, I'm definitely up this year, quite a bit. Uh, I don't even know how much. I'm scared to look at it because I the taxes. The thought of taxes now will kill me. I, I just looked um, at my. Yeah. Um, uh, realized gains and losses and decided to sell two stocks today on this terrible red day just to help out with the realized gains and losses in that short term You're category. already doing your tax loss harvesting? Uh, I'm realizing how much I didn't do that yeah. in uh, 2020 as I yeah. have to shuttle I could a bunch of money off to... Uh, because I've got all those... Uh, all those EV stocks that I really want to keep because I think they'll go back up, but I'm like, I can sell them. And if they don't go back up within a month, then I could rebuy. They're this low. I might mm -hmm. do that. I don't know. I might might not. I don't know. By the way, someone said, do you guys give up on startup investing? No, we are getting back into startup investing We're doing slowly. A lot and we have a plan to bring it to dumb money. So just stay tuned. We're bringing it to dumb money soon. We'll bring you Chris and I just wired some money to a startup. We just did it. Yeah, we did the, the uh, yeah, like last week. prefix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't do that one. Um, yeah, you just like keep left email. in the middle of the I'm call. I'm going to keep so copying you, you Dave, and if you want to participate in one, but I'll, I'll keep yeah. you in the loop. You, if you want to invest, you can invest yeah. in pre. So yeah. Still open. I'm uh, doing uh, the fund that we were talking about, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Chase, I don't, right? I don't, yeah, Chase's fund. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about that on the show or if we're, what we're allowed we, we, to say and not say, but we can say chances. Yeah. We won't we, talk about it. We're definitely yeah. not allowed we, to say we, 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 always, we always do chase. We always do chase. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, we actually have, I have an idea for a couple different episodes, guys. We have like two or three options for Thursday. Um, so we need to talk about that. But it, guys, definitely, if you haven't already, hit the notification bell on YouTube because we might actually do an episode tomorrow. I'm not sure. And you'll never know unless you hit the notification bell. And also the like. We'd appreciate a like. And you'll know when we do our next episode. But I have like three options for us. So I want to. You should put a uh, poll out on Twitter and see what people want us to do. Mm, okay. Might do that. You're not going to do that. I can tell by your response you're not going to do that. It's because you actually only have one idea, and you're trying to make it sound like you have three great ideas. I had no, I had three ideas. I swear to you, I have three ideas. I He's swear. got one idea. You can I see phrase right it through three you. Ways and you still just do the idea that you have. People want to talk no, about the no, chip I, shortage. I have three ideas outside of that, of the other ideas. We have like five things that we pick from for Thursday's show. But I feel like, all right, we'll just, let's end this so we can talk about it. But we'll see you guys tomorrow or Thursday. Or maybe both. We'll see. If uh, if anyone records the parody song of Jolene with chlorine, we would definitely play that. I'll tell you what. I'm Bean about stock? to have lunch, Good and luck. I can tell you by looking at my plate, there's no chips uh, in the clean house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are dumb money. We will see you very, 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 very soon.